Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports, and welcome back to the Villa, the Villa Villa, as we cover Austin Villa with our host, Aaron. Aaron, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Brian. How about you? Doing well. Excited to talk a little bit uh, football here today on uh, on the podcast. Last time we talked, it was a disappointing match, obviously. That was the combined Villa Villa and Way West stand, but we're past yeah. that. We're back yeah. in the win column. And hopefully keep keep going. So yes. what'd you see in the match against Everton? Um this match still was a match about halves, unfortunately. Um however, this match is was also our get right match. Um when we face Everton, I feel the utmo- utmost confidence that we're gonna win. Um I'm looking it up right now. In the last two, four, five matches here, we've we've either won or drawn, so we've gotten points no matter what. So it's it's been a get right match against Everton. Love to see that. Uh, very funny to uh, just talk with Rat about Arsenal beating Everton. So tough week on the channel for Everton. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, we gotta find we gotta find another fan who's an Everton fan to to talk about it. Although maybe not that fun at the moment. No, they'll just talk about it more when they're in the championship next year. That's all. Ooh, they get yes. forty six games instead of thirty eight. Oh man, yeah, it's not <laughs> looking good for them. Um, but that's that's their problem. So. Yeah. Obviously, you said it's a game of halves. What, what was the slow start here in the first half attributed to, do you think? Um, kind of poor defense. Um, they do have some tall players uh, that have were able to get up above our defensive players. Um, Emmy Martinez made a beautiful save uh, on Onana's um, nod towards goal. Uh, you know, the kind of save that the uh, FIFA 2022 best world best goalkeeper would win, you know, that kind of save. Um, we didn't necessarily finish our shots. Uh, we did get a couple of shot opportunities, and um, I thought we played well uh, getting into the final third. But again, it's the consistency of trying to finish the goals. Um, but it you know, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great either. That kind of start, you know. Yeah, but hey, second half, get a penalty goal here. Can you kind of break down the penalty? What you thought? Was it a good call, bad call, and then uh, the shot itself? I was. It was definitely the right call. Um, there was no VAR needed. I mean, uh, it was right off of a throw-in. Um, actually, uh, yes, it was a throw in. And then just minutes before that, um, Emmy Buendia had been subbed in the throw went to Buendia found John McGinn driving in the box and ex, uh, Villa player, uh, Adrisa Gay fouled him in the box. And it was, he definitely clear took him out, then got the ball. Um, Watkins, the man who's been scoring goals left and right for Villa these last four games here, uh, steps up to the penalty spot and just makes Pickford go the wrong way, and he buries it down the middle, and he flashes five. He's um, He is 
a, a part of elite membership is only the second time this has happened. It was um, Paul. Oh man, the name last name escapes me because it was kind of a funny name. But he's back in '82. He had scored five goals in a row for Villa as well. Um, so he's he's definitely been an elite. Watkins has been showing elite striking uh, ability lately. So that's that's been very nice. Yeah, that's what you like to see there. And then in the 81st minute, get a second goal. Just clinch it. What do you see there? Um, Buendia has been our super sub, baby. I mean, he's been so good off the bench. He's so energetic. Um, this this is – I had put this later in the notes, but I'll bring it up now. It, it's It's going to be tough because he plays so well off the bench that – do you keep bringing him off the bench or do you start him because he's been playing so well when he does come off the bench? It's kind of one of those conundrums. I personally think you should keep him on the bench and put him in the 60th, 65th minute Mm -hmm. and use the high energy that he has and the combinations and, and take advantage of defenders and midfielders who are tired and -hmm. just switch off for that moment. Like it had happened uh, for the penalty where he just received the ball and he was able to lay it off quick or mm-hmm. this particular goal where he had baited two Evertonians uh, that he was going to go pass it to McGinn, who was sitting at the penalty spot. And he said, nah, I'm going to take it on my left foot and bury it past Pickford on his near post. I mean, it was hit so hard. It rippled out back out. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a screamer. Oh, that's it was beautiful. <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, I, I think, you know, that's an interesting conversation. What do you do where it's working so well, but because it's working so well, it's like, well, should he be getting more time? Would right. that work better? Hard to say, but uh, yeah, like like you said, maybe it is best just to keep it like this for now, and then maybe next season they can play around with it a little bit more. I would, even kind of this season, um, my problem is, is Bailey's been a problem. Mm-hmm. He's kind of been a body out there. And I'm not saying he's been, you know, that bad, but he hasn't really been contributing contributing to either end of the pitch. So right. it's like you're filling a spot, but do we put Buendia there? That's that's the toss up I'm ha- I'm having as a Villa fan. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know right now. And if we continue with a four four two style, um, I think I would rather see if healthy. Um, Bertrand Traore, uh, we recalled him off of his loan in Besiktas uh, in the Turkish League. Um, if he's healthy, I think he should get minutes. Um, or the kid that we signed from the Chicago Fire, John Duran, um, he's shown a ton of promise uh, in the times that he has played. So uh, one of those two options, but Bailey's been, Bailey's been a tough sell for me lately, and it, it, I like him. I, I really do like him. I think he's got a ton of promise, and I think uh, Unai also sees that because he's he's trying to figure out, and a lot of times whenever his Bailey's name comes up, it's like we're just trying to figure out where his best fit is, whether it's a striker, whether it's a winger, or something, you know, of the combination. So, you know, we're, we'll see what Emmy uh, Unai comes up with. Yeah, no, definitely. So, Talked a little bit about, you know, health there. Are there any big injury concerns heading into this match with uh, Crystal Palace? Um, nothing to do with the starting 11 that had happened. 
Um, Phil Coutinho got injured. He picked up an injury last week before uh, the Arsenal match, uh, or after the Arsenal match, excuse me, um, during training. It's a hamstring injury, unfortunately, and he's expected to be out for about a month. Um, so he won't yeah. be back till April. Um, Those are tough hamstring yeah. injuries. Like, they just linger forever. I had two playing softball. I had two in one season. Each hamstring popped in each leg. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. What is going on? <laughs> what kind of... Oh, man. <laughs> did I piss Jobu off or something? What did I do? <laughs> but, yeah, no, and like, especially with, like, you know, explosive athletes like this, it's just, like, they're going to hurt themselves again because they're so strong and they're, right, you know, yeah. it, it sucks. So we'll see. And we have uh, Diego Carlos, who's been recovering from an Achilles tear that happened uh, a couple games into the season. Um, I had said I hoped that he was going to be on the match sheet, but I unfortunately I read some news after I wrote this down that it's probably going to be the beginning of April after he gets a couple weeks of trainings, um, and then some activity with the youth, uh, the youth group, um, get his fitness built up, and then we could possibly see him. So, it, with the fact that he tore his Achilles and we it's a possibility that we're able to have him in the, in the match sheet in the season during the season that he tore his Achilles is amazing. Yeah. That's insane. That's really insane. Um, I want to quick go over my three stars that I yeah, please do. Uh, had stolen from hockey here. Um, <laughs> I think uh, star number one for me is Emmy Martinez. And again, if that guy's not in goal, then it's a real problem for us. I mean, we saw it with Robin Olson when he had come and served some time for uh, Emmy. He's just he's just a world class player. Um, number two, star number two, I'm giving it to John McGinn. Um, I know on Fat Mob here, it gives him, he actually has the man of the match. Uh, he looked. So much better. He looked like John McGinn of two years ago. And it's it's awesome because they played him more advanced. Typically, he plays either out wide or like a holding player uh, deep. But they played him more advanced, kind of like the way Scotland plays him. And he bangs in school goals for Scotland. I don't get it. And he doesn't bang in goals here. Um, he, uh, he did a... A lot of hold-up play. He got an assist from the the Buendia goal. He just nailed it this uh, this week. And then number three is Ollie Watkins. Um, he just he's the man. He's killing it. And he's got he got the first goal with the penalty. Look cold, cold, calm, cool, collected, all of it. Um, he got actually started that chain where John was able to get the assist. Took it a direct ball, chested it down. Um, backing down a player, and John was able to pick it up and go from there. Uh, he's there's my three stars right there. All right, I love that. So we got a match coming up here tomorrow at the time of recording, and I'll probably get this up tonight. So tomorrow oh when you're what watching that, and uh, <laughs> I want to get it up before the match, you know, That's so right. people can have this part of the podcast a little bit uh more relevance but uh what do you how are you feeling about this matchup with crystal palace um crystal palace are kind of tough uh they they kind of play us well and they've been playing okay the same way we've been playing they're if i had to say that 
somebody else matches Villa, it's Crystal Palace. Like we're both. That's why we're 11th and 12th on the table right now. Um, I like some of the players that they have. I, like I wish we could transfer some players in, um, but you know, I'm trying to find some. Uh, I'm gonna click this here. So, who will win on Bot Mob here has a 56% chance for Villa, 24 for a draw, and 20 for Crystal Palace. And typically, oh, here we go. Here's the head-to-head. Um, they, Crystal Palace, have been better head-to-head uh, with six wins, two draws, and we have five wins against them. Uh, they did beat us back in August um, of last year, uh, three to one. So hopefully, we'll be able to correct that. Um, it, again, like it's gonna it's gonna be a tough match because they have. Jordan Iwu, who I think is a very energetic player. Um, I think we should be okay. If, if we don't if we don't come away with a point, it's a problem because we're also at home. When we have to you have to take points at home. And the last um I read I looked it up. I, I think it was of our five games since the start of the start. After the World Cup, we've only won two and – no, that's wrong. We've only taken four points out of a possible 15, and that's not good enough. We've been, yeah, that's not great. We've been good at uh, – excuse me, we've begun away, but we have to be better at home because you mm-hmm. got your fans backing you, and you need, you need to make that a fortress. Right. Yeah, that makes so, sense. I'm thinking, I'm thinking at least – If Zaha plays, it might be a little harder, but I'm thinking we could pull a 2-1 win. I'm feeling a 2-1 win. All right. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. 2-1 win. Uh, hopefully that will uh, be the case. That's probably be what I'll clip for the short. Yeah, you know, try to get us a little, little <laughs> action there. But, uh, yeah, uh, other than that, Aaron, anything uh, you wanted to bring up that we didn't get a chance to talk about yet? Um, Nothing on Villa's part, but I would like to bring up uh, Swinging at Shins, um, where myself and Rhett, who also does the Way West Stands, um, we have our own collective under your guys' umbrella. Thank you, parent. Um, (laughs) Well, this is is like turning the chat. So this is like the, yeah, the it is the parent, but this is like the child of another parent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so we, we, on that swinging at shins, we discuss, um, the premier league as a whole, um, like Chelsea's bombing, um, yeah. Manchester, <laughs> I, I know I caught that earlier too. I listened to his before. So I also like want to take a nice little, mm-hmm. who doesn't like a tight, nice little jab at Chelsea. Well, we deserve um, it right now. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, the way they spent, uh, man United is a hot team right now. They're, mm-hmm. I, I mean, They've done extremely well, uh, Ten Hag anyway. Um, and relegation battle. Love discussing relegation battle because it's such a – it's some of it's a mystery and mm. some of it's all speculation. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Right now, Everton, uh, Bournemouth, and Southampton. Uh, so 
Listen to Swing and Shins to see if Aaron and Rhett think those are the three teams that are going to go. Or, I mean, West Ham, Leeds, Wolves, they're not Leicester City. They're not quite out of the water. No, I actually read an article from Opta, who I snagged some statistical analysis. They do a really bang-up job. Mm. Um, I think it was Southampton has like a 60, or no, it was crazier than that. It's like 80% chance of getting relegated. Oh, and there's yeah. a couple other teams that lower numbers, but mm. nothing as high as 80. Yeah, no, that's pretty high. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens there. But uh, please check out Swing and Shins. It's always the top link in any of the Working Good Sports videos. So go check out that channel and, uh, you know, leave ratings, subscribe, all that to help boost it in the algorithm. Uh, other than that, Aaron, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Have a good one, Brian, and everyone Me else. Too. Yes, we'll see you all in the next one.